0: sleep i had to watch i think the reason that we watched greyhound twice was because i had to watch it again because i fell asleep
1: should we do that one for the show I'm,
0: i don't even know that ames was requesting it it's like the boy's favorite one now
1: <clears throat> <clears throat> what's the premise
0: <clears throat> uh getting across that there's a there's a uh, line that says the only thing more dangerous than the front line was getting to the front line
1: oh it's the ship movie mm-hmm. yeah that's right
0: so they were just protecting all the ship carriers. And he's the captain. He's I'm the, the captain now. Yeah. Yeah. One of the cruisers.
1: Do you guys, have you guys ever had a chocolate orange? Yes. So Are they? I've never had one. They got it at up Well, I know. We all got it at call But food. you just smack it and then eat it?
2: You take I, it. I don't know. It was already open. You unwrap it. And you sit on the table. And then you go bonk with your hand. And it it's into. Well,
1: it says whack and then unwrap.
2: Oh. Wonderful.
1: On the package. This is dark chocolate. You like dark chocolate? I can't, I can't either. Record. I'm I'm no, trying to click carnivore. the button.
0: Oh yeah?
1: Yeah. Oh. Okay, well then I no I don't want to do it.
0: I don't. I found I found at Albertsons for fifty percent off. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh so you're doing the carnivore? You doing the carnivore diet?
0: Mm-hmm. I'm only like two days in, so.
1: so to walk me through your breakfast, lunch and dinner quick.
0: Uh I had sausage. I my buddy from you got we had a, that Pig butchered, so we saw some sausage left over. So I just made sausage and smashed eggs in it. Uh,
1: so you can do you can do spices and stuff. You're not doing there's like not them.
0: really it's it's almost like a salty spice. There's not like a it's not like Jimmy Dean where you can see the mm. seasonings. It's just a so it's it's more like a salt. Um, so yeah, and I think uh, Nate said he does the he does Jimmy Dean sausage as well. Oh, thanks. And then lunch steak. I'm not. I wasn't. A, I didn't eat lunch today. Nathan
1: says the same thing too. That he just sometimes he'll skip a meal because he's not hungry.
0: Yeah. And then dinner, I put cheese. I put blue cheese scrambles on it, which is cheap.
1: You know, I've thought about really doing nice. the carnivore diet, but I have to give up all my sauces, and I love sauce. Would you do it, Jia? Uh, no. No. Are you gonna do it, Craig? No.
0: <laughs> no. It's. I don't. I'm not looking forward to it. I think it's gonna be really hard. Once I run out of ribeye, gonna have to go to like chicken, or like cans of tuna.
1: Well, I think it's only four-legged animals, isn't it, for the carnivore? You, well, or is there, can, I guess there's different. You, yeah,
0: you can, yeah, swim, swim, fly, or four legs. So you're gonna eat grasshoppers? Mm, no, oh. that's the, resi- the resistance. <clears throat> what about ants?
1: <laughs> ants. Yeah. Yeah,
0: they're gonna, make us, good they're good. gonna try to make us eat those in the future. So oh yeah, Bill Gates
1: is trying to get us eat bugs, bug burgers. <laughs> well, let's introduce our guest For this for this podcast episode This evening Well, welcome to the Stories for Glory podcast Where we talk about the glory of God found in the stories of man And on this exciting adventure We're going to talk about 1969's True Grit with John Wayne, the Duke And we have our special guest Say your name I'm Judah Judah
2: Judah
1: Michael Barnes. Oh, you don't have to do the middle name, but that's polite. (laughs) Well, tell our audience a little bit about yourself. No, don't look at me. Your audience is right here. This guy right here. Ready? That's probably really loud in someone's (laughs) ear. I'm
2: 10 years old and I like bugs. Um, I have a podcast about bugs that you can find online. What's it called? Uh, Cool Bugs Podcast.
1: Cool Bugs Podcast. Should I put that in the description of our podcast so they can find it?
2: I like baseball,
1: and reading, and it's mostly it. <laughs> <laughs> Bugs, baseball, and books.
0: Well, what's your favorite movie? Beats Palace. He was talking about this. It's a Wonderful Life. That's return, a, oh, of that's
2: right.
0: Je- uh, return of the Jedi. Oh, The Return of the It's a Wonderful Life. No, <laughs> Return of the Jedi, that's a yeah, classic. We haven't reviewed any Star Wars. Yeah, we're probably not going to probably, either, are we?
1: Probably won't. Yeah. You don't like them, right, Caleb? I'm
0: not a
1: huge fan. We've done some movies that none of us are fans of. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's i right. be, if someone requests it, we will watch it. If someone requests it. <laughs> okay, good. Request <laughs> the one with not the Ewoks. Uh, that's Return of the Jedi. That's Return of the
1: Jedi. Uh, uh, the little furry guys? Yeah. Yeah. Well, on this episode, of True, for True Grit, my son is on it because he requested this movie. And he requested it because he likes it. So mm-hmm. you're gonna join us for our discussion. No. Okay. <laughs> oh <come> no. <on. laughs> well, alright. Good job. And this is the part of the episode where we talk about what what is the story about? you wanna you wanna do that or you want us to do that? You okay. can. Okay. Well I guess since you're my son and you requested it, I'll do it. This story is about a young girl, Maddie. How old is Maddie? Does it say? I don't know if it says early teens. Early teens. Early teens, yeah. Maddie's early teens. She's kind of the ruling, ruling the roost, running the farm, telling mom and pa what to do, keeping the books. Very. She's got a lot of things together, and yet she doesn't.
0: Do you think if you spilled a bunch of toothpicks that she'd be able to know how many were spilled? <laughs>
1: oh, maybe. And uh, her father goes on a trip to buy some horses, ends up getting murdered by his uh, job hand and she goes to track him down Tom Chaney this isn't spoilers because it happens in like the first five minutes of the movie (laughs) and uh, she hooks up with a U.S. marshal the meanest of the bunch the one with true grit Rooster Cogburn which is our John Wayne and then they're joined up with a Texas ranger named Labeef and they head out into Indian country to track down Tom Chaney and bring him to justice Is that fair? Yeah. Anything else you want to say about this story? Not
2: that I
1: know of. No. You don't have to watch that recording. You like watching the blue bars grow bigger as we talk? Yeah. So, that's the story. I'm sure most of our listeners have probably seen it. Yeah. I would assume it's been around long enough. Popular enough. Yeah, it was popular. I've read the book. Have you read the book? Um, listened That counts. Have you? No. Judah hasn't yet either. I want to. It's on the bookshelf. Well, where's the glory in the story? Anybody got Hmm? anything? Hmm? I've got a few pages. I'd like to point out that Ned Pepper is Robert Duvall. Yes. And Moon is Dennis Hopper.
0: (laughs) Any relation to Dick Cheney? Guns. Tom Chaney Dick Chaney It was amazing that Tom Cheney got shot twice with the most powerful handgun of the time, the Col- and Dries. he was still walking up hills and coming back for more. I thought that was fascinating. Well, he got winged,
1: it. He got winged in the ribs,
0: hitting the ribs. been completely laid out by the by the body. That's not so bad. Getting hit in the ribs, and he came back for more. Yeah. It was, it was only... It was surpassed in the 30s by the 357 Magnum. Oh,
1: I know a guy who carries one of those. Huh.
0: Yeah.
1: That's the glory? No, that wasn't the glory. Oh. <laughs> the world's strongest handgun. Do you feel lucky? What do ya? Punk? <sighs> well, and, uh, well, the...
2: Whatever. The glory, the... The great part of the movie is when... Maddie needs to be brought to get help because she got bit by a rattlesnake. And uh, Rooster kind of sacrifices himself, kind of. And Little Blackie. Yeah. Little Blackie took the brunt of that.
1: Yeah. What do you think about that, Gina? The end of the movie when Rooster rides Little Blackie to death. I
2: think that was good of him. Why? Because the girl's more important than a pony.
1: Yep. That's fair enough. I think I wrote in my notes, Harambe. You guys remember when Harambe was shot? Oh, the gorilla? That gorilla. That boy fell in the oh, yeah. the gorilla enclosure. And he picked the gorilla picked up, he's like four or five or something, wasn't he? And they didn't know what the gorilla was going to do, so they just shot him in the head. And there was outrage and whatnot. Hmm. And I was like, I'd kill a thousand gorillas to save a boy. You know, like... <laughs> One image bearer is worth more than a gorilla or a horse. So, mm-hmm. Even though we want to honor Scripture and take care of our beasts. But
0: So the progression of Rooster Cogboard becoming a changed man, is that the idea? Was he, did, he, did he finally change? Because you kind of seem at the end, he's still playing cards. and well, maybe he wasn't drinking whiskey then. Nothing wrong with playing cards.
1: Nothing wrong with drinking whiskey.
0: Nothing wrong Well, it, his whiskey consumption, there was something wrong.
1: There was something wrong with his whiskey consumption, yes.
0: The kids were asking me what, what it was, what he, what he was doing when he was putting Put the, the jug the, on his... On his the, elbow? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, he's drinking the moonshine. I'm assuming it was moonshine. Something. Something he stole.
1: Yeah, and going out into Indian territory to hunt for a pack of outlaws, and he's getting drunk. Like, that's the one time you don't drink <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> at all. <laughs> Especially because everybody you
0: meet in the Indian yeah. country is an outlaw. Yeah. Minus the outpost.
1: Yeah, and then every time he made a mistake, he always blamed it on someone else.
2: Like his horse?
1: Yeah. When he fell off his horse because he was drunk, it was the horse's fault. Making excuses.
0: I like the I like the scene where he goes after Robert Duvall's character and the, the four banditos.
1: Mm-hmm. Charges
0: mm-hmm. One them. on four.
1: Yeah. And he uh, cocks that rifle one-handed. Yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> John Wayne might not be the best actor but that was
0: cool (laughs) that was pretty cool nailed it there courage bravery
1: and I like that when they charge each other the four uh, outlaws against Rooster and they're bang 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 then they pass each other and nobody got hit and then as soon as he turns around he's like bang 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 (laughs) okay which makes sense trying to ride a horse and shoot two guns at the same time you would not hit yeah uh, not knowingly would you hit anybody, but as soon as you stop your horse and take aim with a rifle,
0: then you win. <laughs> did he have the reins in his mouth? Or is that on the new I Maybe that's on the new one. I think yeah, it's I the, in his mouth. I did he? It was his mouth. Yeah, yeah. he's riding the horse yeah.
2: with the rifle pistol.
1: mm mm-hmm. oh, man. Yeah, brave. Yeah, you really like much. that scene? Mm
2: hmm.
1: Yeah. Why? I don't
2: know. It's fun watching battles.
1: It's fun watching battles. You must be a 10 year old boy. Well, I am a 10 year old Yeah, that's why I said it. This is what I put up with every day. Yeah. <laughs>
0: What did you think about the um the scene with the the hangings and the the communal mm. and the kids selling peanuts and... That's right. Yeah. Very biblical Sorry, we were going to talk about that.
2: What were we gonna talk about? I remember talking about that with you. Yeah, well
0: yeah. The... Yeah, I was you I was asking you I asked you the question. Oh. <laughs> What'd you think about it, Greg? Well
2: it was today it's very shocking to have right. all these people turn out. It's almost like a entertainment event. All these people turn out to watch these guys get hung. But I think that was very common. And then what, what shifted in our culture that what
1: just capital punishments private.
2: are carried out are carried out in private somewhere. If
1: at all. Yeah. Right. We talked about that in Confessional County, how many murderers there are in America. and was it, in the last 15 years, 10 have been executed or something? I forget. Something something silly like that. Yeah. yeah. And it's all private. Well, what is that,
2: What is that? <clears throat> a reflection on our culture? What was that culture like, to have people turn out at, in the thousands?
0: Mm-hmm. See, because that's here. what he was saying is like the the town that her, whoever her, um, sir, the guy that came with, Maddie to, the town was like there's a lot of people in this town and it was for the hanging. I mean yeah. they're coming in, coming for in. it.
2: Where, to have picnics, the kids were playing and running around.
0: Right, it was like a baseball game. Yeah. Yep. And then, then I think when the event happens, it was over pretty quick. Like. They
1: seem
0: yeah. like the demeanor changed a little bit in the town. Like, oh. Yeah. I wonder if
1: it was a safer town as a result. I would, yeah, I would assume so. Mm-hmm. I think that's why it's that way in the law. That Executions are public, and the public is the one who does it. Mm-hmm. There's no executioner. There's nobody with an axe to lop off the head. Everybody has to pick up a stone. <clears throat> and, which means that if if you're committing someone to a guilty verdict you better be dang sure. Right. Right. And any false accusations, of course, in the law. You know, if Greg accuses me of murder and it comes out that I'm innocent, he receives the penalty. So there wouldn't be any false accusations yeah. or anonim- no anonymous reporting. But I, th- I do think that if, if public executions, the consequences of crime are just plainly seen. Mm-hmm. Instead of three, was it three hots in a cot and a college degree in a sex change operation if you want it mm-hmm. you get put to death in front of everybody and you go I'm not doing what he did right right but, right. but now you say you get you get caught murdering somebody what's the worst that happens to you oh you get taken care of the rest of your life mm-hmm. yep yeah. oh okay
0: yeah it yeah. seemed like the judge was a, a righteous man in the sense that he if he's going to sentence someone to death to hang him he was going to be there to observe it
1: yeah. yep it was his duty mm-hmm.
0: I thought that was Watch justice. I, yeah. I like the courtroom scene too. It was just kind of there was some humor in it, like just mm-hmm. asking him how many men he shot, and the, <laughs> the uh, and I, I believe your gun was cocked and loaded, and Marisa was just like, "I don't get the question. What's the point of having a <laughs> cocked gun that's not loaded?" Yeah, yeah. yeah, it,
1: yeah it reminded me of someone in our church would say that. Who? One of our deacons. Um, yeah, yeah uh, and they were singing "Amazing Grace." Yeah, at the public execution. Yeah, they were. I guess there's always chance for repentance until you can't breathe. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you might as well try. Mm-hmm.
2: Yep. So that was that was striking. That was striking. I mean, I don't think it was intended to be necessary. But although they spent quite a bit of time on it, right. So
1: and they com- commented about it. Even the judge, she asked, "Why is the judge watching?" And Somebody says, well, he feels like it's his duty uh, to, to see justice finally brought or something like that. She goes, well, you never can know what's in a man's heart. It's like, was she doubting his motives? Mm-hmm. So even at the public execution, well, certainly some people are there to watch someone die.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: They find it entertaining or whatever. Yeah. But, and that's true. That shouldn't be uh, ignored. But I think by and large, a public execution mitigates... Violence. Yeah, sure. it should. Yeah, it ought to. I mean that's what God said. Mm-hmm. That it would put fear in the people. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she and Maddie has a strong sense in need for justice. Yep.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: She wants what she say? She wants Tom Cheney barking in hell. Oh, that's a little Spitfire girl right there. Mm-hmm. And she was willing;
2: that was her goal to bring him back to get him, right? Mm-hmm. Right, because that was the yeah. the, that <clears> throat> the the throat> dispute with Labif. That was the beef with beef He wanted to take. Yeah, right. Yeah. He wanted to take him back to Texas for a different crime. Right. Which was an interesting argument, you know. He's saying he's going to get justice, but yeah. she wanted him to get justice for his killing her father mm. so that was an interesting argument
1: yeah I would just when the verdict was right I would just add it in yeah or we had his hanging while he's being hanged for murder and just say it like that I think Labeef is right if he gets hanged <coughs> in her town or down in Texas justice is served mm. or and she should and it. she should be content with that
2: yeah well that's that's why it was interesting because I admired her uh, the principle her behind grip. yeah yeah the principle behind her argument it's like I don't want him getting put to death for some other crime I want him to serve justice for killing my father yeah
1: which is also <clears throat> selfish though because she'd rather have uh, justice for the death of her father and not go down to Texas for the death of the congressman and his dog in her mind, it's just one or the other. And I think, that's why I think Labeef is right. Mm. Justice is justice. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, you agree? Mm-hmm. You you agree with Labeef? Mm-hmm. Or with your father? Uh, both. Yeah. <laughs> Did you like Labeef? Mm-hmm. Why? Because he was a good man. What made him a good man? Was it his cabbage-like hair?
2: Uh, <laughs> coming back to rescue a girl. And I'm... Um, Managing to get on a
1: horse With a bleeding head Yeah he's pretty like tough really hard. That would be really hard Yeah so he gets hit in the head By Tom Chaney With a big old rock You know Lebeef is kind of an idiot You Maybe. don't turn your back On Tom right. Chaney Hey you just sit over there Tom Chaney He like he throws a run gun run in the wo- yeah. Like in a bush <laughs> Like no ah, This movie I tell yeah. you. But Then so he gets hit in the head And she falls in the pit And then of course John Wayne can't clamber Out of that pit by himself and Tom Chaney wakes up from his stupor enough to pull them out with a horse and rope.
2: Tom Chaney does? I'm sorry.
1: LeBeef.
0: He ends up dying. Yeah. He's In actually the, the
1: only one who gives his life for another.
0: Mm-hmm. I think, didn't Rooster say something about that twice? He, say, he, he said, <clears> he <throat> said, something, he, he saved my life twice and once he had to come back from the dead to do it or something. Hmm. Mm-hmm. hmm. Yeah. yeah, he's kind of, he was an interesting character.
1: Yeah, I like each of the good guys. They, all, they both have their flaws. You know, LeBeef is his pride, and Roosters is well, probably his pride and drunkenness. You know what I mean? Like, right. they're not perfect. They're not superheroes. Yeah. They yeah, but yeah, there's good qualities in both of them.
0: Well, how would you um, define the word grit?
1: Well, there's. 70, 120, mm-hmm. 220, 400. Fine, very fine. <laughs> Same age, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 how would you define what's grit? Rooster Cogburn has grit. Maddie Ross has grit. And Lebeef has grit.
2: Toughness.
1: Toughness. Straight. So would would Tom Chaney have grit? Yes. You think so? Yeah,
2: he got shot twice by a cult of wounds, so was he
1: dead. That's true. <laughs> So is grit like yeast? It's neutral? Uh, no. You can have the yeast of the kingdom or the yeast of the Pharisees? Or the yeast of Egypt? I don't know what you or, or leaven? That's okay. What do you guys think? Is grit neutral? Or does grit have the connotation of good? I think it... I would agree with...
2: I would think it would be neutral then in agreeing with Judah that Tom Cheney had grit too it's probably more of a whatever an inner strength
0: determination to persevere yeah fortitude yeah gumption yeah right
1: willingness to charge four outlaws by yourself
0: yeah good grit bad grit I'm trying to think of yeah
1: true grit
0: true grit
1: true would imply good right not just that he really has it which I think it that's probably also in the title Rooster all these people really have it it's true true grit but perhaps also the ambivalence of the title would be that it's good Mm -hmm. Maddie Ross certainly has it when we were watching it was it last night? no Saturday night? Mm -hmm. we were watching it again and my wife was down watching it with us and uh, she looked she was doing something like taking notes in her to-do list or something I don't know what was she doing
2: sewing row.
1: oh sewing yeah sewing an ornament and she looks up and she's like who's that little boy and it was Maddie oh <laughs> which is an interesting question she's the only one only girl in the movie that doesn't look like one
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, sure. and she doesn't act like one tomboyish yeah so why why the short hair why all the Boyishness,
2: From hair, high voice.
1: Well, all young people have high voices. Yeah. You think she's trying to be a boy, like supplant yeah. her father, or just that's just her personality. Like, yeah. does does a girl like Maddie Warr Ross want to fuss with long hair? Why would I? Why would I comb it a hundred times a day if I could just cut it short? You know. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Like a I'm not trying to do like retroactive you know anachronistic oh she's transgender I'm like oh. no, no 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 I'm just trying to think about the movie and cause they cause in the new one Maddie Ross has long hair with pigtails mhm and I don't remember in the book if they describe her if uh, Charles Portis I'm sure he does but I don't remember how he describes her but yeah she could have just as well
0: been a boy yeah. in the movie
1: yeah with a name like Maddie
0: you wouldn't meet too many girls back in the 1800s that wanted to go into Indian territory. To track down
1: and swim across the river on your horse, and yeah. eat corn dodgers covered in blood. Well, no, she didn't, but <laughs> she's still kind of a corn
0: girl.
1: It just looked like a really hard uh, cornbread can. muffin, yeah. Oh, okay, corn cornbread biscuit type thing. Mm-hmm. Cornmeal. Yeah. I don't know. Sounds good. I want one. I Put I a little maple sure. syrup and butter on it. Yeah. Mm-mm. <laughs>
2: Maddie Ross says it
1: tastes like iron yep probably like hardtack bannock bread that kind of stuff makes
2: she want to try it even more
1: she wouldn't kiss her father her father's corpse I should say oh she was quite in front of people she was quite passive with her emotions in private she cried <coughs> when she pulled out her father's pocket watch Yep. Yeah. she cried but at the funeral home she was stoic well, she said he he ain't there no more. Yeah. Something like that. Mm-hmm. And that I don't have a problem with. No, he'll get a new one of those bodies. That, when my dad died, I didn't kiss him either. No. And they, they'll
2: say, if any of you need a little time alone, you know, before...
1: Like when my dad died. Uh, time alone to do what? You just had time with him. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> when he was still talking to us. Now he's literally not there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, There is some sort of uh, mysticism about that. We we chastise or tease like our Eastern Orthodox or Roman Catholic folk, like praying to saints. But there's still aspects of it, you know, visiting a gravesite. Why? I'm not saying it's wrong. Yeah. But what's your motive? Mm -hmm. Well, I need to go be with grandma. Grandma's not. Right. Grandma's with right. Jesus, you know, like, you know, so that we used to, even in Protestants, there's still a bit of that mysticism, sentimental mysticism. Mm-hmm. I'm not making yeah. a big theological hay out of it, you know, but, yeah. Yeah. but well, Maddie's like, no, he's not there anymore.
0: Yeah. Right. Because what would be the point of Protestant churches having cemeteries in there on their church property? Probably as, mm-hmm. as a, not a reminder that they're there, but some, some form of remembrance.
1: Remembrance for us. Yeah. Yeah. And a bigger bigger reminder, I, I like to see the the burial of Christians as a memorial, like what Paul says in Corinthians about uh, putting uh, the seed in the ground so the immortal can spring from it. Yeah. And yeah, so for us, putting a Christian in the ground isn't so that we can come back and visit with Grandma. Uh, we're putting them in the ground as a memorial to our faith, right that she's a seed and she's going to come back to life yep. you know, and be resurrected. And as a reminder of that, yeah, great. Absolutely. And I, mm-hmm. That's why I think we've talked about Emmanuel Church. If we get new property, you know, have oh, a okay. new property for the building, Thank you. try to get enough land to have a cemetery, graveyard. Yeah. yeah, I didn't really have a problem with her acting that way either. Um, because it's not as though she was vacant of emotion,
2: right?
1: Right. She was just well, kind of like David after his child died.
2: He got up, and dusted himself off.
1: Yeah, and even David said, "I'll see him again," or you know, he won't come to me, but I'll go to him. That's what David says. So David knows that's not the last time he's going to see his kid. Yep. Yeah. She was ready to get on with business. Yep. Yeah. She said, "Close it up." So just remember that, Judah. Close it up. Put Dad in the ground.
2: Okay.
1: <laughs> okay. okay. All right. Man, you're so easy going tonight. <clears throat> I did like in the movie how guns were everywhere and everyone was okay with it. Really like the courthouse scene? The back table? Just uh, ammo belts and holsters everywhere. Yeah. He's, like just piled, piled up. Right? And he's like looking. That one's mine. Yeah. It was just great. Yeah. Then when Lebeef comes into the boarding house, he just takes off his guns and plops them on the back of the chair at the table or you know at a table full of people mm-hmm. imagine like you're at a table full of people at the holiday inn you know at the breakfast buffet and you take off your your piece and you set it on the table in front of everybody <laughs> the cops are going to show up yeah. you know someone's going to freak out right. but in, back then no, everybody had a weapon just the way of life yeah
0: Frontier.
1: yeah mm-hmm. Judah's got a a six shot revolver he wants to when he gets bigger he wants to carry it to church yeah, watch out. I'm
2: just stand.
1: Oh, no. okay. You can stand.
2: That's a yeah. Kind of. I just saw on Twitter. and I've seen the point before, but Ted Nugent had tweeted just recently. What? Sixty-eight million people were out with guns and in the woods hunting. Yeah, and oh. there was no mass shootings.
0: No.
1: Again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Judah, what did you think about uh, the going rate for catching criminals in the movie? Would you go out and uh, hunt down outlaws for $2? <laughs> I'd
2: rather get a different job.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, me too. But uh, when he said that $2 for catching a criminal, it's like, whoa. Man, the value of the dollar really has sunk. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, even for 50 bucks. <laughs> yeah. He's like, $50? He was like, shocked. I wouldn't do it for $50. (laughs) Yeah, I I wrote down in my notes that Maddie Maddie Ross understands money, but she doesn't understand men. Right. uh, Earlier, when I said that she's got everything in order, and yet she kind of doesn't. Right. Yeah. Because her. Bravery and ignorance get her in some really bad situations.
2: Yep. How does she not uh, explain that? How does she not understand men?
1: She doesn't understand Rooster and the way that he acts and the way he talks to people. Uh, Or Labeef. She just disrespects them. Doesn't know how to talk to them. And the only way that she can get them to do anything is by offering them money. And her ignorance of situations and things, I can take care of myself, because I went coon hunting with my dad once. Mm, mm -hmm. (laughs) And like hunting coons is different than hunting outlaws, because coons don't shoot back. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. she's her, she's really sure cocksure of herself, but it leads her into trouble. Yeah. Yeah, that was the point of the movie. She was naive. Yeah, her naivety. Yeah, that's a good word for it.
2: Does naive mean?
1: Ignorant. In- ignorant because you're a youth in yeah. innocence. But she's tough and stubborn like Rooster. She won't quit. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite scenes is her in the stables with that short oh, little guy yeah. and her uh, wrangling uh, financially to get the horses. Yeah. And she gets them back for more than what her dad paid for and then she bought one or she got money back for them more than what her dad paid for and then she bought one for less than he paid for or something like that. You're like, what? Yeah. yeah. And she was really good about that. Mm-hmm. Usually when, you know, like it's something on Craigslist or you go to buy it from, or a garage sale or whatever, they're like, you know, $25 for this. I'm like, okay. And I just hand them the $25. Right. And people are like, no, you got to barter. You got a you you lowball. Them. I'm like, well, no, it says $25. I'm just going to... Why would I do? Why would I waste my time doing that? I'm okay. No, no. You say fifteen. Like, well, no. I I'd pay twenty five for yeah. it. That's a, yeah. Are you the same way? Yeah. Like used car. Yeah. Oh, you're selling it for three grand. Okay, I'll buy it. Yeah. Rather than saying twenty five hundred.
0: Is it easier to do that? Like, it's hard to do it when the person's in front of you. What about like if you're texting them on Craigslist? or something? Well, no. If I want.
1: <laughs> if you text, I guess I haven't done that. I usually well like our our vehicles that we. Our used vehicle that we just bought last year. Uh, when I went to the dealership, I was like, "Okay, what would Nathan say?" <laughs> right? And I went into I went into the showroom or the parking lot with that mentality, because otherwise I'd been like, oh, seven seven grand, sure." <laughs> and just yeah, I don't. Know. Yeah, uh, it's like it. it's just not in my. Wheelhouse to think like I'm gonna fight this price down. Yeah, some people love it. Yeah, I, local, I don't love it.
0: My uncle loves it. The dad and Christmas store loved it. bojo loves it. Yeah, it's not. I'm I'm with you. Yeah, my dad always loved that too.
1: We're just pushovers here.
2: Just even if it's junk, if he could get it for a quarter at a garage sale, then, well, but but it said
1: fifty cents, hon, and I got it yeah. for a quarter. Look at me. <laughs> right. I am your alpha male. Half <laughs> off. Do you know where the, uh, we were talking about this when we were watching it last night, do you, or Saturday night, do you know where it was filmed?
0: I think in Colorado. Colorado. We yeah. were wondering if it was Montana. So Some of it kind of looked pretty. like it. Yeah, the mountains are just a little bit too, like, rocky.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, not enough
0: evergreens? Mm-hmm. And the aspens, there's lots of aspens. I think, like, the Telluride area or something.
2: The aspens are beautiful.
1: Yeah,
0: they are beautiful.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: I also like the part when Maddie and Labeef are talking. And I forget what how the conversation started, but he says, well, I was raised Episcopalian. And she goes, well, I figured you for some kind of kneeler. I was, like, I, remember. I was like, that's hilarious. What a jab. That's so funny. Like, kind of like you're a pushover or a wuss. Oh, she said she's Presbyterian. Oh. Well, I was raised Episcopalian. Well, I figured you for some kind of kneeler. <laughs> I'm gonna to have to say that. I mean, we kneel in our congregation, but I'm gonna to have to use that next Episcopalian I talk with. Figured you're something.
2: Episcopalian.
1: You well, know, you know how we're we're Presbyterian. The church across the street is Lutheran. Mm-hmm. Episcopalian is just another another Christian, another flavor. Oh. They come over from England.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, her personality was interesting. You're, it just don't, almost unrealistic. But she played it well because you, you yeah. started to believe it. Like well. you watched at the end where she's actually captured by the, the bad guys, and she ha- she doesn't change at all. She's yeah. just still sitting there. Well, I can't remember. Robert the balls. Ned Pepper. Ned Pepper. Lucky, Lucky Ned Pepper. They're standing up there, and she's like,
1: bemoaning <clears throat> Rooster too.
0: She's mm-hmm. like, oh, that.
1: He abandoned me? That's like her innocence. Right. Like, if she understood Rooster and Labeef, they wouldn't have left. Right. And, and which Ned Pepper knew. Yes. Yep. Yeah, because they went down to meet him.
2: Is that why he uh, left uh, Tom Chaney behind?
1: Yeah. So that way Rooster could get him. Because was uh, Tom Chaney was shot. So right. Ned left him. And Tom Chaney even said that. Ned left me for Rooster.
2: Um... Would well, Tom you have made it back to a building or a town? I
1: don't know. Depends how bad he was shot I suppose. <laughs> yeah, the way that these, I wonder if that's really how it was back then in the west uh, where death was just kind of commonplace because when they're at the dugout and then they have the shootout would they come to the trading post with four or five bodies? And the guy comes walking out and goes, well, you got quite a load there. (laughs) And there's just dead men slung over horses. Right. You know, like, if you pulled up in your minivan with five dead men in it, Caleb, you know, like, I'd be like, what? (laughs) Uh, You better have a really good story, and why'd you bring them here?
0: And maybe that's what happens when you have public hangings, is it pushes the crime to uncivilized... Territory, because like I said, I mean everybody in Indian territory was just bad, minus the federal, you know, the the federal agents. I mean they're all just bad people. I mean even when he steals the cart, you're like, oh, he's going to ask them to, you know, ask the guys at the river, oh. hey, I've got someone bit right. He like any like, good man would say, take my you horse, know? right? Right. So
1: where he has to force my gunpoint to yeah. take the wagon <laughs> or the carriage. Yeah, they're all just bad men out there, but I suppose so. I mean the only. History I know of the Old West, you know, lonesome dove and Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, open range, and you know, Tombstone. Uh, Yeah, I don't really have good historic books I've read about those kind of. I think Dances (laughs) with (laughs) Wolves. Well, we should do that for uh,
2: review. All right. I had heard somewhere that it it wasn't a very long period, and it was kind of blown out of proportion by
0: Hollywood the whole it's Wild like West shoot em up maybe because it sells maybe yeah. because it's but yeah I like westerns
1: yeah I like westerns you like westerns mm-hmm. magnificent but Magnificent Seven is one of your favorite movies yeah
0: because like it would it have primarily been post-civil war yeah yeah. Like
1: it. yeah Yeah. usually there's well I mean that's how quite a few movies are you know the confederate soldier comes out west to get away from it or from his quote unquote war crimes yep. you know like postal Wait yep. and yeah, that's not the only western with a theme like that or even Lonesome Dove uh, I think McCrae General McCrae was for the union do you remember no I don't remember
2: General who
1: McCrae but anyway so yeah it's pretty much right after the civil war
0: cause yeah what Montana became a recognized state in like 1892 or something. Think about that. That's We're not that. It's 130 years old give or take. Something like that. I remember when I was in the school. What's the coffee place? 1886. 1889. 1889. 1889. 1889. 1889. 1889.
1: There we go. We think we should know that because we're in Montana. 1889. <clears throat> yeah, so 123 years? Yeah. 124? Before that, it was a territory. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. And it seems like after the Civil War now the united states has an <coughs> army of men so then they sent them out to take care of to the bring Indians. the law
1: yeah follow the trains you guys seen the show hell on wheels uh uh-uh. oh i like that show it's amc the same uh network that did walking dead mm. they did hell in uh, breaking bad oh. they also did uh not the same guys but the same network they What's did walking dead they did Hell on Wheels, a zombie TV show. That refused to die also.
2: Mm. The TV show just, I think it's still going. Is it? Is really? it? Oh, yeah. No. Lost. Is there, some, yeah. is there a smoke <laughs> monster in it? Uh,
1: let's not talk about Lost. That was sorry. the worst. Sorry. sorry, It's like one of the highest rated TV shows, and it's the worst.
2: How is is it the worst?
1: It's just bad stories. Bad. It doesn't teach good things. Oh, teaching good things. But let's get back to True Grit. Judah, what are some of the good things that this movie taught you? That you would like to be like and mimic, copy, emulate?
2: Well, I'd like to have True Grit.
1: You'd like to have it. So how could you cultivate True Grit? How could you gain True Grit?
2: Um, by being tougher.
1: Being tougher? I don't really know. Yeah, by doing hard things?
2: Mm-hmm. By your gingerbread houses.
1: That was hard. We tried that tonight. <laughs> How many times did yours fall apart?
2: Uh, at least sixteen
1: times. At least sixteen times. Yeah. And we kept reminding our kids, it's okay to fail, put it back together. It's okay to do hard things. You know, one of our children was even crying about it. You know, like, okay, but harder things. Gingerbread house. It's kind of confectionery. Um, um. Maybe chop wood when it's below zero. Yeah.
0: Shoveling
1: below zero. Yeah, you didn't shovel today. you have to do that tomorrow.
0: Yes. Lifting weights.
1: Oh, yeah. You started yes. lifting weights. Yeah. Because you want to get ready for what? Uh, Spartan race. A Spartan race, yeah. Which means I have to chew. <laughs> 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 and I need you had to get back to the gym. I went yesterday. Thank you very much.
2: Okay, finally you
1: did. <laughs> that was sick. Judah, I don't need guff from you. <laughs> I've got true grit. Okay. Yeah, so... That's a good thing about the story. That's some glory in it, having true grit. Because when you learn to be tough like that, you can face hard things. Yeah. Like Ned like Ned Peppers and Tom Cheney's and the real Mexican Bob.
0: Mental toughness. Yeah. Sticking it out. I think I remember when, it was not long after we moved out here, about a couple of years, and Jill was using the word grit a lot. She's like, no, we're sticking this out because we're both like, Oh, it was a hard place You want to me.
1: go back to Kansas City and the barbecue?
0: Yeah, it's like Well that's another
1: thing. Bugs? Books. Barbecue.
0: Mental Baseball. Flirting. Baseball. You know, mm-hmm. just something that's lost probably in the modern or gener- you know, just modern mm-hmm. thinking. Yeah, in the past it I mean you had to stick it out you had or you'd right, starve right. to death or something. Yeah. You couldn't just move across country and find another job and you know.
1: Yeah. And you couldn't just go to the grocery store mm-hmm. or get a government debit card. <laughs> yeah. Right. You actually had to work or die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think the willingness to to risk your own neck for someone else, that's like what Rooster and Labeef did to save Maddie. Mm-hmm. And it's not just... I mean, Rooster would have gone out to the Indian, Ter- Indian Territory to catch some bad guys you know, for justice. But with Maddie, there's more than that. You know, he's not just for justice for her father, but, uh, to help Maddie brought another, that's probably what changed, you know, if Rooster has to change mm-hmm. from beginning to end, mm-hmm. it's because he started doing something for a person mm-hmm. rather than just a paycheck. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, right.
1: So, yeah, being willing, being willing to give up your life for another person. Mm-hmm
2: because yeah, it was just him and then over the movie he became a father figure yep. to her.
1: yeah yeah actually at the end of the movie you see that when she asks him to be buried in the family mm-hmm. burial plot mm-hmm. yeah he belongs there now sure. anything else
2: My favorite character is probably Rooster. Mine too?
1: Yeah.
2: I don't want to forget Blackie,
1: but <laughs> Well Blackie was because I think yeah. he's a an important
0: character in the movie. You're talking about the horse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well yeah, there's not a whole lot of other maybe the judge. Well there's a little Beef. Yep. Yeah the father your favorite character I mean <laughs> he had character at times man he was annoying there's a reason why Matt Damon was cast this time uh, <laughs> Matt Damon plays the worst like and when, he, when you don't want to like his character he plays it so well People, I was going <laughs> to say the,
1: the best worst right
0: yes.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah I guess you haven't seen the new one so we'll have to wait yeah, you could probably watch it I don't think there's anything
0: just the scene in the dugout there's, it's pretty violent
1: yeah
0: It's not nearly as violent In this one but It's still pretty violent I mean all my kids Were like They knew it was coming They're like Oh, oh in, in the John Wayne f- one With the fingers Oh My kids barely noticed Oh I was like
1: uh, Yeah those are fingers He's like what? What fingers? Yeah We didn't notice right. They were looking They must have been Watching Rooster And then they kept asking
0: Why, why did they stab him In the chest with the fork? Yeah Yeah like
1: <laughs> Yeah my there were, there were a few questions In the dugout scene Yeah What happened? It happened so fast why did you shoot him? Who shot who? <laughs> <laughs> Ruby asked that one. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, is he dead? Why is he just laying there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And our kids, my younger kids, are wrestling with, you know, like the, the meta story or the fourth wall that these guys are actors and nobody actually died, you know? Oh. And they're like, what? How? Well, how did they do that? How did they chop his fingers off and him not have any fingers chopped off? You know, mm. and there's the cognitive flip, which it's helped. The kids have gone to you know stage plays and people in costume and actors like that, so we relate it. It's like a stage play. <coughs> there you go. So it's pretty fun to watch. And <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, well, let's do uh, ratings, ratings and recommendations. This is where we give it a give it a score. Are you no. ready? Do you have a score all picked out? Um, you want us to go first? Yes, <laughs> I didn't okay.
2: know our I supposed to think of
1: something. Oh, I told you that last night. Did? Really? Yeah. Think of something. Yeah, you you've got maybe a minute and a half to think of something.
0: Who, who goes first, Caleb? Sure. Sure, I'll go first. <laughs> first. Um, I like. I mean, for a John Wayne movie, it's it's one that I can watch more regularly <coughs> I enjoy I enjoy Rooster's character um, I'll give it a B minus B minus B minus B-. I mean if we were watching the new one I just I like the new one even better I Like mm-hmm. yeah, I like Jeff Bridges even better mm-hmm. um, and just what better produced but it's just it's enjoyable I mean and there are there are good you know the, the bravery the courage the grit determination the 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 transformation of Rooster Cogburn although I didn't I didn't think about it when you were saying it you know he still went out there and served enough justice but he's doing more for a paycheck mm-hmm. and his transformation as a character
1: through the movie to do what's right because it's right yep rather than do what's right because you get paid yep, yep. Mm-hmm.
0: so yeah enjoyable i mean for the most part it's you know, we're doing like yeah. recommendations you watched it with the family there's a little bit of language and a little bit of violence but it's not violent i mean it's ketchup on t-shirts type violence barely yeah i don't even remember any blood right like i mean you would think with you know tom cheney getting
1: shot twice for the Colt dragoon yeah you i didn't see any blood did you see any blood
2: Yeah, in the movie i did where when the fingers
1: were cut off and You just saw fingers fly. Yeah. No, no,
2: I saw blood on
1: him. No. okay, <laughs> that
2: wasn't stew. It wasn't, it wasn't the. Out. It
1: was probably blood from the turkey.
2: Yeah, and I saw All
1: right, Greg, what you got?
2: Then the beef had blood on his head. When oh, he that's true. It was pretty bloody at the end. Sure.
1: Well, and his head wasn't stove in. Yeah, <laughs> it was intact. Yeah, It wasn't yeah. like <laughs> crushed <laughs> like a melon. His <laughs> hair, his cabbage hair.
2: <laughs> Glenn Campbell, you could. He was uh, quite the singer back in the day. He was the
0: lass. Yeah. yeah. The rhinestone cowboy guy.
1: He played a good little Yeah.
0: That's who that was. I was wondering. I was yeah. like he looked familiar. Yeah. yeah, I think we said that at the start, man. Yeah. When he sang the title song.
2: Mm. Oh, did he? Yeah. Man. <laughs> I'd give it uh, 3 out of 5 sharps rifles. <laughs> Just an average score. It was fun, it was a fun movie mm-hmm. um, it was in, uh, I also listened like I said in the beginning, I listened to the the book, and this is one of those rare cases where the book is better than the movie.
1: it's <laughs> very rare <laughs> that hardly ever happens.
2: The book had a lot of she the author incorporated a lot of Christian themes through Maddie oh or even through the book in general, if I remember correctly, but hmm. her being a... She must have been a very staunch Presbyterian because a lot of christian themes up. was covered
1: in the book. In the movie, a little bit. But not overtly in the movie, but... No, not like the book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Charles Portis is an author worth reading. hmm Masters of Atlantis is hilarious. He doesn't just write westerns. Oh. So... He kind of writes dark comedy more satirical stuff it's pretty good hmm.
0: what are sharp rifles?
1: uh is it a fifty caliber?
0: yeah it's one of the at I look at them I'd probably
1: it's just a, it's a long range rifle oh. uh yeah I'd give it 7.5 out of 10 maybe an 8 let's do an 8 8 8 we'll round up <clears throat> give it an 8 out of 10 our youngest is four, and he enjoyed it. He wasn't... It didn't keep him up at night or anything. I think we've mentioned the language before, where I think this is... This movie gives it an appropriate use mm. of certain swear words, curse words. Uh, they're not used flippantly, but in context, they make sense. Um, the drunkenness, it's not comical. When right. like, been... Um, Rooster falls off his horse. She's, you're shameful, you know, Mm -hmm. that you're doing this. And, Mm -hmm. she's right. You know, so it's not played for laughs. Yeah. So that's actually really good. I don't mind it in movies and stuff when there's sin like that. That show, you know, and then it's shown for what it really is. Shamefulness. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I thought that was fine. We got to talk about it with the kids. You know, why is he acting that way? What's in that bottle? (laughs) And, so we got to talk to them about the sin of drunkenness. But yeah, so I'd I give it 8 out of 10. I think it's a, a fun movie, especially if you got young boys. I mean, my daughter liked it, too. So, What about you, Judah? I don't,
2: I don't really
1: know. Was it great, good, okay, meh, bad? Uh,
2: what's meh?
1: Yeah, like, uh, I don't need to watch it ever again. Eh. So, great, good, okay, And bad. Um, I give a good. A good? Yeah, I think you're right around the same range as us. Let me write that down. Good.
2: Why did you all put different things? B minus.
1: Because we're, we're just trying to be funny, Judah. Because we're a bunch of dads <laughs> we're yeah. trying to be funny.
0: you <laughs> mm-hmm. are <laughs> supposed to ask, what does B minus even mean?
1: Yeah, he doesn't really know. It's below an A.
2: That's what I guessed.
1: <laughs> yeah. Anything you want to say to parents who are listening to this about letting their kids watch the movie? I don't know. No? You think we covered it? Yeah. Yeah. You guys have anything else to say?
0: No? Thanks for the recommendation.
1: Yeah, thanks, Judah, for recommending the movie. You're
0: welcome.
1: And thanks for joining us on the show. Yeah. Now Mm -hmm. it's time for you to go to bed. Okay. Wait a second. Well, thanks for listening to the Stories for Glory podcast, our episode on True Grit.
0: Proverbs twenty five two, It is the glory of God to conceal a matter, but the glory of kings is to search out a matter. Thank you for listening to the Stories for Glory podcast, where the glory of God is revealed in the stories of man. If you're interested in what we are doing, subscribe and share. If you'd like to contribute with your questions or recommendations, you can email us at glory at protonmail.com.